GBC Podcasts, local voices on demand. Hello, thanks for choosing the Gibraltar Today podcast. I'm Jonathan Scott. The captain of the port, John Gio, briefed journalists on the operation to refloat the stricken bulk carrier, the OS35, and our reporter Kevin Rees joined us with the latest. Who doesn't love a good cooking show? Idan's Kitchen Chaos starts on GBC television on Thursdays and Sundays at 8. Idan Greenberg was in the studio to whet the appetite. Were you listening to Radio Gibraltar at breakfast? Nine-year-old Matthew Nish was today's morning hero. He was brilliant. We briefly celebrated his fundraising and we spoke to Adrian Lopez, Charles Harrison and Kieran Alvarez who are again raising money for Cancer Relief Gibraltar and the Cardiac Association aiming to complete five half Ironmans in five days. All of that to come, but first... We spoke to Ed Allison Wright, a director at the Fairhomes Group of Companies and a spokesperson for the developer looking for permission to build a hotel and offices at Marina Bay Car Park. We're really excited about it. Um, I think if I can just take you to the tourist survey report, the average length of stay for people flying into Gibraltar, if we just take air travel as as an example, um, is about 4.7 days. So... We, we we kind of need to dispel this myth that exists in discussions in, in Gibraltar around this day-tripping uh, environment that we have. Uh, and People actually, are staying and they're staying four or five nights. Yes, and, and quite right. So actually when we break that down on the next page, business stays are actually averaging at 7.4 days um, with holiday stays at 5.5 days. So... You know, the reason why, sort of I said earlier, that the, this is a, a proposal with a purpose is, is purely because of this. You know, we... We were set uh, a bit of a mission, which was a call to action from the government last year uh, in an interview uh, that they had with GBC to um, for the private sector to invest into the tourism industry if they were serious about it. And we are. And uh, we see this development proposal as something that will bolster and underpin both the tourism and the business hotel space in uh, Gibraltar. This, this isn't going to be a sort of Ocean Spa pl- Plaza style building. This is only sort of 12 storeys with a, with a roof bar. Um, so... Uh, we've we've tried to be as, as sensitive as we can within the the tight location that that, that it exists. Okay, so twelve stories. Um, we, we haven't yet seen plans because you haven't yet submitted them. Is that right? Uh, that's correct. We have been talking with close key major stakeholders, which are in the close immediate vicinity, um, and that's something that we will continue to do through the planning process as well. There's quite a lot happening in the area, uh, potentially a new stadium as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say to somebody who um, to, to echo one of our listeners, feels like it's going to be, uh, or it's going to feel like at least, one big construction site for, for years to come? I certainly think, um, you know, I, I empathise with, with those perspectives. I think what we have to make sure that all of the collective stakeholders do is liaise closely with um, the government and the highways departments and also and the transport teams. That's something that we've been doing all along and I'm aware that other stakeholders have been um, so that we can actually just do this in a choreographed way. We've got to play this smart and make sure that we, um, we're we sensitive to all of our local environment and neighbours. Is it going to be a well-known brand of hotel? It is. Um, it's going to be a, an international brand, probably one of the best-known um, four-star brand. On Radio Gibraltar and on GBC Television, Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. At Catalan Bay and Sandy Bay, the stricken bulk carrier, the OS35, is now providing a backdrop to the first beach visits of the year. How's the removal operation going? 
The captain of the port, John Gio, has briefed journalists uh, just finished about half an hour ago. And our reporter, Kevin Ruiz, was there and he's rushed over with the very latest. Good afternoon, Kevin. Good afternoon, Jonathan. Yes, a phrase we've been hearing throughout the operation. I think a phrase we all like hearing. Things continue to progress well. Now, the big takeaway is there is a slight delay. Of course, the completion of the operation was forecast for the 30th of May. There's going to be 16 days of delay. Um, It's now forecast to be completed on the 16th of June. Realistically, we're given that date of the 30th of May way back in the early autumn, so... Two, three weeks delay, I think. It's not The only thing is that um, it approaches bathing season. And that is one of the concerns, of course. They've taken every measure they can to to, to minimise any further impact on on the environment, on our our shores. They're very aware um, the beach season is about to kick in. They cannot guarantee um, there won't be any impact, although they're quite confident. They come across as very confident. It's a methodical process and each step that we look at, that the contractors look at, is reviewed by the GPA team, by our technical assessors, and we have contingencies to each step. Uh, the methodic, the be methodical about it means that we are planning and making sure that we build uncertainty. Having said that, uh, the worst case scenario right now is we have an unknown amount of residues entrapped in different sections of the, of the hull both sections of the hull and as we do the refloat operations that will be the critical uh, point at which the risk factor increases but because it's a planned operation and we are doing it in a controlled manner we can then make sure that we have resources uh, and plans in place to deal with the eventualities as they develop. That's the voice of the captain of the port John Gio who has just briefed journalists Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. Now, nine-year-old Matthew Nish was uh, today's morning hero on Radio Gibraltar's breakfast show and what a joy he was to have uh, on air. He's fundraising for cancer relief by taking on a round-the-rock walk this weekend and Matthew told Stefan and Kelly he loves to make people laugh because happiness is the most important feeling that we have. I decided to walk around the rock because I found that challenging and I chose cancer relief because some of my um, family members have had cancer. Cancer is a sickness that we get and we don't want to get it. People with cancer go to like a caring centre so if we help the people that take care of mm-hmm. people with cancer mm. then they could help them learn and take care of them. So that's why I want to um, donate. You mentioned as well that you thought of busking. Is it that you like to sing? Um, no, it's because I have this like little puppet that I sometimes take to school. I like Amazing. to go around with it and I like to say, hello, friends. <laughs> and I like, I like to make people laugh. Like, I made you laugh. Yeah. I like to make other people laugh. That's amazing. Because I like to make people happy. Because <laughs> happy is the most important feeling we have. On Radio Gibraltar and on GBC Television, Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. Welcome back, guys. Um, lovely to have you in the studio. Another five in five challenge. Uh, you're setting out again to complete five half Ironman triathlons in five consecutive days. At, at the time, you think it's it's mad when you're doing it. When you th- finish it, 
you think it's never happening again. But then um, two years on, we've had the community, a lot of people in the community telling us, oh, I think it should do it again, it should do it again. And yeah, sucker for punishments. And here we are, what was it, 12 days to go? And we're ready to to go again and just batter ourselves. Excellent. 12 days to go. Adrian, how are you feeling? Exhausted, to be honest. Um, apart from the training, uh, we've got lo- lots of things to do, lots of people to see. Uh, so the things that, these are things that people don't realise when, when you're doing a charity event that obviously they see us only running and cycling or swimming. But you do all of uh, the organising as well? Yeah, exactly. So I, I think that we're, we're ready for it, uh, clearly. Uh, there's no there's no alternative anyway. I think that this time round, last time I was at my at my peak uh, personally. This time round, with uh, having a baby. Uh, Congratulations, becoming, by I'm, the way. Thanks very much. And becoming a father, uh, they already know uh, <laughs> as to you everything that goes with parenthood. So we saw your amazing story shared on on TV and on Radio Gibraltar. Yeah. It's, uh, it's an uphill struggle, to be to be honest, <laughs> trying to train so. Difficult to, to combine training and, and there can only be one priority, yeah. I suppose, ultimately, no? Uh, you're going to cycle uh, 90 kilometres, run 21 kilometres, a little bit more, and swim two kilometres, and then go again the next day and do the same again. And, and again, for, for five days in a row. Uh, so what does the training entail? We're training more or less, like every morning at half, uh, quarter past six in the morning. Um, and um, we do about 12 to 15k, more or less, every day. And then we, we, if we have time, we've, we go for a swim. Or sometimes we, well, that's what we call a brick. We do a a cycle and then a run. What we're doing at the end of the day is for fundraising and for the awareness of two local charities. So we want to get Cancer Relief Centre or Cancer Relief Gibraltar and the Cardiac Association. Yeah, correct. On Saturday we've got um, uh, the DFA that um, they've kindly um, um, got with us on board and said, look, we want to do something for you guys. So we thank you for that as well. Uh, we've They've organised a tournament, a fireside tournament, um, and uh, and then on Sunday uh, you've got on Sunday uh, we've got a, a 5k run and a 3k walk, and whoever wants to come like uh, got push pushers, dogs, um, elderly people. The more the merrier. The more the yeah. merrier. You can either register online or you can do it on the turn day up on the day. 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 What time on Sunday morning? By quarter to nine we'll be set up at um, Casemates. We're starting at half nine, so we've got like a 45 minute window. Actually, we've got about 200 t-shirts which Sports City have donated, kindly donated. So, with a minimum donation of £5 registration, you'll get a free T-shirt with it too. Gibraltar Today with Jonathan Scott. We're passionate about our food in Gibraltar and how we make it, so it's great to have a new cooking show. Idan's Kitchen Chaos starts on GBC Television tonight at 8. Idan Greenberg promises to take us on a tour of Middle Eastern cuisine. The spices, the ingredients, the techniques used to create traditional dishes, and Idan's here now to whet the appetite. Good afternoon, Idan. Hello, Jonathan. Thank you for having me on your show. An absolute pleasure. <laughs> Anybody who was around in Gibraltar and likes their food um, uh, a few years ago will remember you um, for your hummus and chilli jam at, um, at Verdi Verdi, um, <laughs> a, a delicious eatery uh, at the ICC. Is hummus on the on the menu? Of course, of course. It wouldn't be uh, my show if it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, 
that's that's like the I think that's for the first thing we did on the show. I'm not sure if it's going to show tonight, depending on the uh, on the editing. The director's um, cut. Director's cut, exactly. So so hopefully people will uh, will will watch it and get a bit of inspiration. You know, we we're very lucky here in Gibraltar because we we, we have. Uh, you know, uh, as well as uh, you know, the supermarkets which 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 always have something in some form or another. Uh, I always like to shop at uh, some of the more sort of uh, smaller shops. You know, some of the Moroccan-owned shops, for example. Uh, you always go in there and you always find interesting spices, uh, particularly things like cumin and paprika, fresh um, from Morocco. Fresh from Morocco, yes, and 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 and, and very good quality. And um, what I try to do on this show is really is 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 use things that are readily readily available. Locally sourced, either from a small shop uh, in Irish town or, or, or one of the biggest supermarkets, but everything is, is should be available. And hopefully, um, I, I say this, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, also affordable. Because again, I, I don't want to use, um, I didn't use, I don't think I use particularly expensive ingredients. Maybe one or two things that are a bit of a luxury. But on the whole, we've used things like vegetables, chickpeas, things that are are fairly uh, affordable. Easy to afford or, or affordable. Affordable. Everything and, and, is relative because rel- at the everything, moment everything's, everything's expensive. Exactly. No? I find it very difficult to follow recipes so I just kind of sometimes if I do look at a recipe I will uh, adapt it. Right, well I'm really looking forward uh, to the launch of Idan's <laughs> Kitchen Chaos uh, starting tonight at 8 o'clock. If you're not home tonight you can always catch up online and also um, it, it, uh, it airs on Sunday at 8 as well. Idan Greenberg an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Thank you John. Jonathan, thank you very much with the series. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for listening to those highlights from Gibraltar today. I'm Kelly M. Borge, the show's producer. We're live on Radio Gibraltar Monday to Friday from 1 to 2, getting behind the headlines. And you can catch up here whenever you like. Until next time, have a good one. GBC Podcasts, local voices on demand.